We are here with Kyle Westhouse for Kyle's second Friday Tech Rant on the Oval at the Ohio State University. Kyle, what do you want to rant about this week? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna rant about abstractions. Hmm, yeah. abstractions. Yes. Do you know what abstractions are? No. What's that? <laughs> so abstractions are basically just a way to organize uh, your thoughts, and it, it's it's a phrase that's used a lot in uh, like programming and computer science in general. Because um, a lot of times when you're working on technology, you're not, you don't want to think of what's going on at the lowest level because you're trying to build complex structures, and at the lowest level, there's there's too much going on. You need to you need to build up, you know, uh, several different you know, organizational patterns that you build on top of each other um, to sim simplify things so that you know you can focus on uh, organizing things at the top level in ways that make more sense for that situation. Then, yeah. Interesting. What are some examples of abstraction? So, for example, uh, just a, a, like a file, like a file on your computer. Um, at, the, at the base level, you know, it's just, like at the physics level, probably the, being the base level, it's just a like, collection of electrons in a certain pattern. But like when you're making a file, you're not thinking like, oh, I'm going to move the electrons in this order. That would be crazy. I could not do that. And well, no one else could either. So um, instead, uh, we created this idea of a file. There's nothing in physics that like constitutes necessarily a file, but we just decided, oh, um, we're, we're going to organize electrons on storage devices, and we're, uh, you know, we're going to have uh, file systems that organize how you know we're going to spread out information over this disk, and then within that file system, you know, we're going to have you know, you know little chunks that we say, oh, you know, this little chunk is. Uh, my saved passwords, and this little chunk is a couple of my favorite photos, and uh, yeah, this chunk is a, is a program that I use to connect to the internet. Interesting. Yeah. So, Are there levels of abstraction, uh, I guess, lower than that? So, yes, I'd say, yeah, so I, I only mentioned like a few levels there, but um, in modern software, there's lots and lots of levels of abstraction. So, in fact, it can be even be the source of memes sometimes. <laughs> Especially like some programming languages are uh, more focused on organizational patterns, um, and like uh, enterprise software in particular requires lots of levels of abstraction because you know there's going to be lots going on. So, for example, uh, Java, there's sometimes there's uh, if you're familiar with like programming classes, there's like Factories that like build classes that contain methods that do like that organize all these variables, um, yeah. And sometimes you'll be writing code that's like, and Java code itself is even run on Java Virtual Machine, which then has to be uh, run on the machine itself, and then you know, yeah, wow. lots of different levels. So, dang. Well, I know you're interested in cybersecurity. How does abstraction relate to cybersecurity? So, uh, part of my interest in uh, learning about abstractions, as you mentioned, is cybersecurity. I think cybersecurity is really the study of where abst abstractions fall apart. So, when people are writing software, they're typically thinking at the, at the highest level. Um, you know, the highest level of what's provided to them, that's what they want to think about and uh, program because, you know, that's what's simplest to think about. But um, if you're someone who's interested in cybersecurity, if you're a uh, penetration tester or anything, you want to investigate the entire stack of abstractions that leads up to that top, top level. Because if there's um, if there's any logical error in any single one of those abstractions, you might be able to leverage that to you know, 
gain an attack surface and be able to eventually run code that you control. Um, so, for example, um, a common uh, attack that's like well known in cybersecurity is what's known as buffer overflow. So, a buffer overflow, which is common in uh, memory unsafe languages, languages where you deal directly with memory, uh, for example C. So it occurs when you say, oh I'd like to read you know, this information from the user and I'm going to store it here. Um, and you know, at the base level that seems fine. You have space to store it and you're usually going to give you an information and that's fine. But what happens is that if you don't, if you don't uh, control things properly uh, and don't do a length check on what the user gives you, they can give you too much information. And then things start to fall apart because uh, all the uh, um, code that's being run is located, it's organized strategically in the memory of the computer. Um, and if you're familiar with how things are laid out during a program, um, if you go past the area where data should be written by the user, there's other uh, bits of information that control, like, oh, where am I going to go next? What code is going to run next? Um, well, what should I do in this case? So uh, if you know that, oh, this program is running and there's important information past it because that's how uh, our computer loads this program, uh, you can send it specially crafted um, like inputs to the program that'll mess up control flow. Not, you're not just giving, you're no longer just giving the computer information like your name or something, you're oh. giving it stuff that will become code that will be, that will be run, that will take over the code direction and possibly mess with the operating system. So that was pretty wow. in-depth detail, but there's lots, like that's that's the reverse engineering mindset that I think I fell in love with when I just like wanted to get into cybersecurity because there's lots going on beyond just the top level. And I always like to say that the reverse engineering mindset is knowing that you don't, to know things best, you not only have to know how they work, but also how they break. So That's really cool. It's yeah. cool to hear why you're excited about this and how excited you are. Yes, I am. So. But, yeah. Cool. Uh, thank you for teaching us abstraction this week. Thanks for talking mm -hmm. about it. Thanks for ranting. Uh, do you know what you want to talk about next week? I do not. <laughs> we'll see where the week takes yeah. us. This has been Kyle Westhouse ranting about abstraction and Elizabeth Gilbert interviewing. Thanks for listening. <laughs>